Genre. Nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics today. I am your host, Adam Sheehan, and I'm here today with your usual panel of co-hosts, Sean McKee. What's up? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ White. Hey, As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we may spoil them for you. We're also going to throw some timestamps in the episode description so you can skip anything you need to skip. Also, uh, we swear on the show. Uh, I don't usually say that at the top of the show, but figured, you know, fair warning. We say some naughty words on the show. <laughs> Parental advisory. Gosh, not safe for work. <laughs> our, uh, our top stories today are Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen by Matt Fraction and Steve Lieber and Empire by, uh, like everybody, by Al Ewing, <laughs> Dan Slott, and Valerio Sheedy. How are all of you all yeah, you know. know doing good uh Here. have y'all been noticing the twitter blowing up our social media blowing up that's just wild yeah we get a uh, lot of people like like to talk to us on twitter but they don't care what we actually have to say <laughs> i sure hope you <laughs> folks that's are listening twitter a and, uh, <laughs> yeah uh, wanting to talk to us but not caring about what we have to say is just twitter in a nutshell uh right. i think that's fair. but um so we're killing it got it but yeah well, you know, no, it's like, still just... it's still poking at that reward center in my brain in the oh the validation is is, it is cool very sweet um <laughs> but yeah no it's been super cool i just you know if anyone is listening that's that's new to the show thank you anyone you know all of our old listeners that have supported us thank you you know like it's just uh it was wild to all of a sudden have a bunch of creators like not just like liking or noticing, but actually interacting with us directly. And that was, you know, that was, was pretty very cool. cool. Um, and we also have some cool announcements that we can't tell you about just yet. Um, but those are my favorite kind of announcements. I know. Yeah. yeah. Super, yeah we, got, only we know. We got a couple things in the, in the barrel. We're going to shoot you in the face soon. Uh, <laughs> so be ready. <laughs> what are you putting in that barrel? <laughs> uh, Makeup. Good content. It's a, it's a good yeah, content it's gun. It's going to blast you right in the face with some good content. <laughs> what is this shootout? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. That's going to be fun when we can uh, let everyone know about all that. Yeah. No, it's going to be great. Um, but that was, that's been my week has just been sitting on social media and not being mad about it for once because my, yeah. my personal interactions on social media are just like, oh, God, why is the world so bad? And this has been a nice change of pace for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, opposite. not that there isn't things in social media that are, uh, you know, I mean, we still have to f- try and fix the world, but, um, you know, I took a break from that to f- focus on nice things <laughs> to fan to, so we could fangirl out. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So I can talk directly to Terry Dodson. That was wild. And he said such nice things. He did. Yeah. He listened to the show, which blew my mind, or at least he listened to the segment where we talked about adventure man, which I, that's more than I could ever ask for. Yeah. And (laughs) I'm jealous because, um, Casey got a Mike Allred reblog. I did. I got that. Which retweet. We're not on Twitter. We're not on Tumblr. (laughs) That place is disgusting. Yeah. What year is it, Adam? Um, he's going to steal your Mike Allred Oh, is that for the do patrol post you put up? Yeah. 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 Um, pretty much. Yeah, we got an, an outpouring of love for that post. Yeah, yeah. It's such a great team. Yeah, oh, unbelievable. So I think the only person that didn't that didn't notice us directly was Gerard Way, but I think he's uh he's a little. But like his early. like, but like his fan Twitter did. So I'm taking. Yeah, that as exactly. A win. I'll take that. That's, <laughs> that's the closest I can ever hope for. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, no, and, and a lot of like new followers and a lot of new, um, you know, people talking to us that we weren't really getting before. I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting the hang of Twitter. <laughs> maybe that's it. I, mean, that I like to think that it. it's the show getting better, but it might also just be. <laughs> I barely know how Twitter works, so I'm sure there's a learning curve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So comics, what do we got this week? Uh, I think right out of the gate, I want to talk about Turtles. What? Adam going first? This is a first, and I'm excited. Well, I've got a show to plug, so (laughs) that ties me into this. (laughs) It's fine. I'll I'll take it. So yeah, so uh, before I jump into Turtles right away... um, You want to tell us about other Turtle things? I do want to tell you guys about other Turtle things. Um, (laughs) Okay. uh, Me and the the rest of the crew at Team and Team Minute have just put out a new limited series where it's a real play RPG where we play the original Palladium um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and other strangeness RP- tabletop RPG game but we're doing it as a way to try to write our own version of what the next movie in the original cinematic universe would have been like mm. so that's been Nerd. kind of a lot of fun that All is right. super fun yeah and it makes me want to write a screenplay using an RPG mechanic because that would make a lot of the the writing process so much easier. I mean, sure. we we've, we've definitely talked about comics on this show that use that as a medium. Like I I just from talking to Kieran Gillen and Kieran Gillen's friend who is in his D&D campaign, uh that's Die and Ludocrats are just pulled straight from their their D&D campaign. Like straight up. That's great. Uh, yeah. And Dai also got turned into a an RPG that you can play. I don't know if that's available yet or if that's like a thing that's still being. I think developed. he's working on like the D and D campaign that's like directly is the Dai universe. He talks about it in the back of the issues typically. Yeah, I want the once in future RPG. Dude, the once in future. I would play that sick. RPG in a minute. Like, yeah, yeah. Be a lot of fun. There might be a few of you listening today who are first tuning in because you've heard about our show from. The promo for this show that was on that show, <laughs> which was on Saturday. Crossing so, the streams a little bit there. It is. I like so it. if That's you're here doing. because of that, welcome aboard. Also, I'm sorry. Yeah, also sorry. It's already too late. <laughs> and you're welcome. <laughs> but uh, last week, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 106 from IDW came out. Um, story yes. by Sophie Campbell. Um, written by Rhonda Pattison. Art by Nelson Daniel. But yeah, we get this 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 interesting little story from Mutant Town. Like now that kind of like peace has been restored to Mutant Town, we get a little bit more of their community. And yeah, and they they kind of moved in too. That was like a big the big one from They're last issue, city, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like the 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 Splinter Clan has kind of established themselves mm-hmm. as kind of community leaders in this this yeah. new New York that they live in. And they all dads now. Everybody, everybody, a dad now. Everyone's a dad. To some <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. There was this fun little kind of um, urban legend swirled into it, where like there's mm-hmm. this mythical slithery beast that steals children out of the street, and uh, it turns out that that's indeed a thing that's happening. Yeah, the but there's slithery. also His the name slithery. Is as yeah. this poor little frog character we get introduced to in the first page. Oh my uh, god. I love out. love the character design on this frog kid. And like I open it up, I'm like, man, I love this frog character. And then like three pages later, he's dragged off into <laughs> somewhere. 
into the shadows, and then we see one of Stockman's Mausers. It's like, well, never going to see that frog kid again. <laughs> um, it was nice knowing him. We, we, we bonded with him so quickly, and then, yeah. and then gone so fast. Rest in peace, Thor frog kid. teen. We love you. <laughs> and then you get a good glimpse into where they're at. Like, all the t- turtles have kind of assimilated a little bit here after being up on the farm for a little bit. Yeah, and everybody has like their their own kind of their own job to do. Like Donnie's been doing like um some maintenance and plumbing and stuff. And he's for been the writing neighbors. a book. And he's writing a novel that yeah. he keeps reading to the kids. It's adorable. <laughs> I, I like the the moment where like uh Leonardo's like there's no story time in karate class. <laughs> yeah. Like talking to Donnie. That was really good. Um, Mikey's taken to watching the weasels, which is yeah, he's so gone cute. Full, he's gone full dad. He's he's super dad. Yeah, I love Don. I love uh, Mikey's arc in this. That he's just he's just like making grilled cheeses for some weasel kids. <laughs> there was like, a there's one yeah. really good panel that is like a really great little family portrait of everyone just in their element doing their thing. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like them all sitting around the dinner table. Yeah. And it's like, it's everybody. It's also like the new little turtle Lita and like all the weasels and the Mona Lisa and like all of them. Great. Um, Yeah, you're really getting to look into the town and how it's almost like it's a happy day in the town almost. Like a normal, like this is, people are just getting their sinks fixed. Like they're teaching class. Like they're doing karate class and stuff. And all the different personas we're getting introduced to from like yeah. all the animals that everybody mutated into. It's just like the character design on this must be so fun to be involved also, in. Like, so especially since they're all children, it's just the cutest thing in the entire world. Like even on the same page with the, the little like family dinner, there's also like there's a baby owl just in a sweatshirt. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> little teddy bears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, I did I missed that the did, first yeah, time. Yeah, like I didn't see it until I just went back to this page. Oh my god. Look at his little his big big old eyeballs. He's so cute. <laughs> Guess the crux here is like Leo loses his patience with Lita and she kinda runs away and that's how we kinda And she got taken. She got by she the got slith- slithery slithered. But now they got all and there's all these wanted po- missing kid posters up. So like clearly this has been going on for a minute. So I don't like who well, knows yeah, what this Leo goes thing out is. To, Leo goes out to put up posters that they got printed for, for Lita. And, well no, it was, um, it was for a, a different mom came and was like, Hey, my kid's missing. And then yeah. Lita was like, Oh, it's the Slytherin. And he's like, Oh, you kind of pats her on the head. He's like, That's yeah. cute. You're that's not true, but that's that's cute of you. He's probably Yeah, just we've only off. fought like, you know, dragons and gods yeah it's yeah like, right how, you're how adorable this that this legend? sewer monster doesn't exist we only <laughs> yeah. lived in the sewer for yeah you are long. a sewer monster leo like, <laughs> yeah like what do you yeah they just automatically dismiss her it's like no it's not real yeah and then and, like leo like yells at her yeah for he it. yells at her and then she gets bullied so she runs off yeah. and then she yeah. gets slitheried and then he, as he's going out to put up these posters there's just hundreds of wanted posters all over the place and if you look care- carefully i just noticed the little owl guy <gasps> is on oh, one of them. Oh, oh no. Again, I just fell in love with him, and now he's gone so Our fast. Our cute little owl boy. Oh, no. And the frog is up Who? there, it looks like. Or a frog. Um, so, yeah, so apparently a lot of the kids guy. in Mutant Town My other, are, my gripe here is, um, if they've been patrolling the town since they got back, how did they not notice this sooner? 
Right? <laughs> like, guys, come on. Get your shit, he's, get your shit he's together. He's sneaky. He's a, he's a slithery. Come on. It's hard to find. No, I just mean, like, how did, how did you not notice children missing? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Well, it's a big part of the town. Like, so it's not like, you know, they're like, yeah, all, I, you know, it's a pretty big Yeah, I guess it's like a big section. block of, it's like a, it's like a borough of Manhattan. Is, right. So it's so. not, yeah, it's not like a block yeah. where you would definitely notice a missing kid. Yeah. All right. But all it's right. Still a lot I take it back. But also, but still, like, yeah. the kids, there's some kids that don't have families. Yeah, because yeah. their families didn't dojo. get mutated, but they did, so they're yeah. just like a bunch of homeless or kids. Just like Lita, yeah, I think that's them. I think that's Lita's situation, right? Yeah, she was like so. a little homeless girl. I I've been wor- I've been wondering about what what m- determined what animals all of these people people mutated into because like you have parents who have children that are a different species. Well, that was the the rabbit mom was looking for her teddy bear son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, there's no rhyme or reason. I think it's just like. I wonder if it just turned them all into their true persona. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Did you just say fursona? Yeah. Adam, <laughs> Adam finds good. the internet day one. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think I'm a furry. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Sean, you know that's there, a real thing, right? Yeah, no. Okay. If there's definitely if there's a comic. <laughs> yeah, I'd never heard that before. Yeah, that, but if there's a comic to figure out if you are, this is definitely uh, this is the this is the comic. Yeah, it's right been now. very furry adjacent lately, and yeah. it's been very obvious. Well, there's just it's... that many more mute animals than there usually are. So, <laughs> right, like exactly. sheer volume of people turning into animals means it's in furry territory. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which you know, it's cool if that's your thing. You know, I like how they let. I'm not gonna king one... shame the furries. <laughs> yeah, don't let's not do that. Don't yuck anyone's yum. <laughs> yeah. We don't oh do that God. on this show. It's such a disgusting phrase. <laughs> Ugh, there's got to be a better way to say that. <laughs> there is, but I choose that because you don't like it. No. Yeah. That's fair. All right. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 getting good. We're we're finally we're we're we've it's had that moment. Good. How dare you? Well, no, I, it's. Let me finish my thought here. So <laughs> oh. we we've had that kind of moment to rest that we've been we've been wanting all this time with turtles because everything's been like we've been hit over the head and we're finally starting to get some like uh conflict which is and is like nice. classic yeah. classic conflict not like world ending my dad is dead conflict like yeah not not the world is being destroyed or we're ripping your dimension in half kind of conflict yeah but yeah, like yeah. one of our friends is missing yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and, that's, and they're not getting um yeah like you said it's not getting just the entire weight of the world yeah. doesn't get dropped back on them because they just had kind of escaped that. So, like, yeah. th- this is more, you know... They can it's... be heroes rather than experiencing trauma. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. We, got, they get... we got to see uh, Stockman again in April. Yeah, Stockman's, yeah, like, for a page, so yeah. giving a Wonder speech if... now that he's the mayor uh, as to why yeah. Mutant just feels Town is evil. I want down. that plot to come back in. I'm sure it's coming When's back. he going to be the fly person? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's so many moments where you're like, oh man, is he gonna turn into a fly <laughs> that he doesn't? It's like, ah, I guess not. What if- well, and they were pretty um, like the these issues since a hundred have been very turtle centric. They haven't been focusing as much on like the the rest of the world. Yeah, it's we been haven't really seen about them. So it's it's also interesting. I think they're gonna start leaking in now. It's also interesting that this was kind of written and planned out a long time before. Um, cities got literally shut down. Oh, right, right. So That's I, I, I feel yeah. like 
there there may have been a conscious shift away from that plot line for a bit because i mean it's like we're telling that story anyway like you have this community in new york that has to learn to live with the outside world shut off from them makes sense but i I think right now yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. which is already a little too real but having a a government official going like no we need to it's like ah let's maybe let's just ignore that take the foot off the accelerator on that storyline for just a minute or yeah slam on the accelerator (laughs) really lean into it well well, we're gonna find out which way they go people need (laughs) escapism right now i think yeah yeah it's a fun book though it's cute this one was very i like this issue a lot yeah again it's been really good. Every issue has been better than the last, uh, in the last 10 issues or so. It's been a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah, it was Very just 106, so we're like, we're only six out from the big cataclysm yeah. thing. It feels it, like, I feel like you've been writing it for way longer yeah, than that. Yeah, easily. Feels yeah. like it's been forever. Like, like at least a year, if not longer, is what it feels like we've been in this world. But, I mean, six months, but still. Right. I'm just I'm just happy to see the rest of the world finally agree with me that this book is good. Like everyone's talking about this book now. It's like, oh, now y'all want to read Turtles with me. Yeah, where, I see how where it y'all is. been at. I mean, that's that's a microcosm right here. I wasn't reading Turtles before 100. <laughs> oh, and I was like, oh, well, yeah, it's actually great. Turns out I yeah. uh, I was wrong. I I should have been reading this the whole time. Turned out Adam was right that that this time. I mean, so we have to move I've I've had that happen time. to me so many times with you guys not listening to my recommendations and then being wrong that I should have known better. I should have mm. <laughs> I should have listened a lot sooner. I know what it's like. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it's I mean, you cry wolf a lot, Casey. So. No, I don't. All my recommendations <laughs> are solid, and you can't even deny that. You can't. <laughs> I can't wait for the day where I can. Keep waiting. But but your recommendations are great depending on who you're talking to, because I've seen you recommend some really terrible things to people who would actually enjoy that terrible thing. I know so people. Like, yeah, but, that's the, good, but, that's a, but that's a good recommendation, that's though. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Which, um, yeah. <laughs> so even when it sounds like she's recommending things that are bad, it's still a good recommendation. Yeah. She's just crushing I it. I don't let my own bias stop me from helping people find their favorite comic, man. Like, that's... <laughs> I'm not gonna be like, yo, you like Dark Knight's death metal? Fuck that. I hate it. Don't read it. I'm not gonna do that. Oh, this is so mean. That's enough yucking someone's yum yet again. Yep. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> the best is when people find out that whatever I recommend is way different than what I actually enjoy. So I'm really good at recommending things, but half the stuff that I love I would never recommend because it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It's a different skill set. Yeah, it really yeah, is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like re- reading a ton of books and knowing which ones to tell to which people are is, is yeah, a very what you specific. like and what normal people like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, a, it's a very different thing. Yeah, I have I'm to get really to deep cable, into like I love it. Yeah, like like Sean, how long did it take of knowing you before I made you read Doom Patrol? It was it's been like four four years, five years. Dude, I can't stop. Yeah, but like I'm not gonna like be like, "Hi, nice to meet you." Read Grant Morrison and just like lose you immediately. <laughs> Especially Grant Morrison, Doom Patrol. That book is just wacky. go off the fucking rails. Like, Dude, off, it's no, I, you gotta you gotta ease in the shallow end first. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read so much Doom Patrol. I can't wait till those volumes come in. <laughs> can't get enough, man. I can't get enough of the team, man. Sure. We talked about it last week. The show, the book, everything. I don't even care. <laughs> I'm into it right now. I don't I'm like, even I'm care. three. I'm three episodes into the show, and um, oh man, oh. it's dude. 
fucked. Buckle in, I man. I think Danny shows up in seven and like flexes eight, and like that's just beautiful. It's all I ever need in my life. Dude, the flesh eating. Oh my god. Is that the I new episode? No, I don't know. It's from season. I don't even want to say it because I don't want to remember Adam. It's so good. It's a I great cast. Yeah. It's an incredible cast. Oh, the, the resurrection of Brendan Fraser's career has oh been my God, beautiful it's great. to see. Is that I is that Brendan. him in the costume? I don't think no. so. Yeah. He's just doing the voice. I, I was listening to another podcast he was on. He was like, don't tell anyone, but this is like the best job ever. <laughs> someone else wears the suit and I just do the voice over top from my house. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you got him. Uh, I can't think it's like Matt Bromer is uh, the voice of Negative Man. You got Timothy Dalton. Uh, Diane Guerrero as Crazy Jane is phenomenal. Yeah, she's the best. It's such a good... I, I'm loving it. Well, I, I had this thought when I was watching the pilot where I was watching Brendan Fraser and going, man, Brendan Fraser would have been the perfect cast in a madman movie in like the late 90s oh mm-hmm. yeah but this is him playing essentially the same character yeah very much he, so he does it so well too so like i finally Love got it. to see that <laughs> yeah well, that's good yeah. after all these years yeah <laughs> unfortunately there's no doom patrol comic but what, you mean like right now, this week? Yeah, no, this week. There yeah, is. yeah, yeah, I know. That would be a but, great segue into a this week's Doom Patrol. But I'll talk it. about something that's also awesome. Uh, Once in Future, that's number nine. That's a terrible segue. You did horrible. <laughs> Dude, what else? We're just talking about something that has nothing to do with anything. The so segue is broken. Gives a shit. Anyway, this book is great. Another Boom Studios, but uh, Kieran Gillen. Um, Art by Dan Mora and the coloring by Tamara Bonvillain. Um, dude, this book dude. is one just gorgeous. Um, and this one, to kind of get a little more plot on what's going on. A little, but, first, but it's mostly all right. A good solid third of the the book is just a fight scene them, with Beowulf, oh like the God. climactic, like head to head with uh, our hero, his grandma, and Beowulf, and he. Dude. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> which is incredible what an incredible sentence yeah right Dude, yeah this action like they flip the car on him and then like he's totally fine because he's beowulf yeah, and he's then like fucking... also he's, he's just constantly on fire uh number yeah one. duncan tries to fight him off with a spear pretty unsuccessfully she uses a fucking mortar so they good. tried to shoot him and then uh which didn't really work either he just started running then eventually they found like a mine that she picked up and he was like and he was like oh you know you thought i was gonna fall for this trap and then they just shot and it just blew up right in his face (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's like you think i'm some um, dumbass bear i'm just gonna like run into this tripwire and he's like nope i didn't didn't think so (laughs) but now this grandma and the duncan and his grandmother are now gonna officially say that they fought and killed beowulf so that's pretty awesome i mean did they did they? Yeah, they talk about how he's dead later on. I mean, yeah, I know. I, they talk about it, but it's just kind of... Because the other people in his tale, I think they're trying to imply that since Beowulf is back and is able to be in this universe, all these old tales, these characters are going to start be running amok that they can... Yeah, dude. Grendel. And they being the only the, person um... that could have defeated Grendel is now dead, and now Grendel's here. Yeah, so like they, <laughs> we get these, this scene where evil-ass Merlin and Duncan's mom are kind of planning you're getting a glimpse into the uh the evil guy's villain speech basically <laughs> where merlin just like yeah i'm tricking him and we're just gonna do all this stuff um 
but yeah, like at the end, like Casey was saying, like Beowulf's dead, or we're led to believe Beowulf's dead, but now Grendel has shown up and is just eating people. Yeah, dude, it, like it, it reduced it, with like his hand just smashed through someone's head. Dude, I know, yeah, like he, he just yeah, he rolls up on this old guy hand. and he just grabs him with his head yeah. and just like I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Because it's a full page, like, dude, this whole, gr- and then just a like, Grendel hungers. I'm like, this page, this is awesome. <laughs> this, oh, man. Yeah. I can't say enough good things about this book. The art, the writing, the coloring. It's, this, this is probably one of my favorite books this out book right is, now. This is one of those where, like, we can give you a play-by-play on the entire thing, and you're really only getting, like, 10% of what's going on because the art is so fucking beautiful. Like, and there's so much lore that's going on with it that, like, it's hard to piece that together. We're really just talking about the, the, the hits, the highlights here, but, like, man, They They use the up. lore in, like, such a clever way. I love mm-hmm. the idea, like, we've been, I don't think anyone has ever taken Arthur and turned him into the villain like and it's right. but it's right there it makes so so much sense he's, yeah he's he's britain for the like, keep britain white like he's that guy like yeah, he's britain, been britain. that yeah like he's been that guy since like the history of time and then yeah like it, it seems like such a logical choice that nobody's ever made before this book that's yeah yeah i love it it's yeah it's it's fun um i think the first trades out i would can't rec- i would go recommend just pick that oh, up yeah. that's like a whole little its own when we thought it was only going to be those six issues and now we have more and it's it's even better mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so good mm-hmm. uh all right y'all want to talk about this magneto book and explain to me what the hell it is sure i would love to um <laughs> but i didn't get to it so tell me wow. what it is uh magneto buys an island <laughs> like oh, perfect. it's like we bought a well, zoo but the end. but magneto but was magneto kind of got it, it. Um, <laughs> it's like we. It's... Uh, Who uh, who's this one by? So it's uh, Jonathan Hickman and Ramon by. Perez, and okay, it, yeah, it, it is Magneto by an island. It's uh, <laughs> he shows barters up for an island. There's all these little little puffin puffin penguins running around in the little and uh ports. and a wiki. He's just talking to a wiki, and the wiki's like, yeah, the uh, the owner's a bit eccentric. I don't know, and he's like, ah, uh, go get him, go get the guy, and he's like, I know, I know who he is. Go get the guy. Go get the guy. Get the guy. Uh, come to find out it's Namor. It's like, oh, wow, yeah, eccentric was an understatement. Jesus Christ. Um, so basically, Namor's like, yeah, sure, I'll, uh, I'll help you out. I'll give you the island if you, if you help me out with something. No, he, no, Namor's like, fuck off. And then he's like, it's for Emma. And he's like, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what oh, it got is. It. That'll do it. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Like, I wasn't going to help you, but then you said it's for Emma. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, anything for, anything for that. <laughs> Um, for, for that. <laughs> but then but then yeah he brings him down into like the depths of uh the malloy deep and it's like you know the, the blackest pitch of the ocean floor and he finds a uh, a massive like tomb it looks like and there's this massive like kraken wheel that he asks magneto to to move because you know his magneto powers and guess what? There's a Kraken behind it. Shocker. Because his Magneto There's always powers. a Kraken behind it. <laughs> well, Wait, didn't you say there was a Kraken gate? It, it has, it's a gold, golden gate with a Kraken, like, embossed, like, like, yeah. like carved into the outside. And it's then right on it. the lid. Yeah, it's exactly. Very, it's just, it's just it's the very, lid for the what Kraken think, jar. What would you think was going to happen? And, yeah. yeah right, and, like, Magneto's, like, Magneto's, like, Yarby Krakens. Namar asks him if he can move it. He goes, of course I can. It's made out of, you know, whatever this magnetic metal is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, 
the question is, should I? He's like, I guess there's only one way to find out. Then he opens it. It's like, oh, shit, there's a Kraken inside. It's like, all right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's what I, I feel thought like Namor should know that. Yeah, yeah. no, there should have, yeah, there should have been like a little, like, like wooden sign posted outside of it that just says, do not, do not open Kraken inside. Do you really need nope. that little wooden no sign when you have a giant gold coin with well, a clearly, Kraken embossed on it? Clearly, they needed more concise signage because it did they didn't listen <laughs> they did something that said yeah. the bad guys are in there yeah <laughs> careful kraken <laughs> beware kraken on guard yeah no humans allowed uh no mu- no mutants allowed rather um, nice so so yeah then they uh they get i don't i don't even know how they they get snapped out of dealing with this kraken somehow that's they like get the swallowed only... by it they get I swallowed thought. so uh, that all takes place inside the kraken that was my initial that. thought and then it just didn't seem like it was like it was it was like uh so magneto namor and the giant kraken yeah but it's it, it nice. seems it seems very um tardis-y where it's bigger on the inside than it looks on the outside so, yeah like, I mean, but it is, it is a kraken those are kraken how many krakens big, have right? you been in that's fair. That's fair. This week, no. It's like a like a cruise liner in there. I mean, I've I've, dr- I've drank my fair amount of Kraken, and <laughs> occasionally you black out and you're in a room full of witches and you don't know how you got there. And then you end up inside it. So I mean, that's that's on par with my experience with the Kraken. That yeah, I guess that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, they, then they run into three sirens uh, with their tentacle legs, and they 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 give them the uh, the classic like. Which cup do you want? <laughs> like pick pick your uh pick your chalice from the uh um last crusade, if you will. Um and it's a it's a a snail in a shell and then like a crystal. And the uh Namor is like, Oh, it's obvious it's the snail because the spiral is the symbol or whatever and before you can even finish it the, the it starts to eat him. I and, thought it was uh, it like it looks like it's just raping his face. In that, yeah, in that it's going oh full face hugger. Yeah, on him. that is aggressive. Um, and then and then uh, Magneto's like, oh well, then that's easy. It's uh obviously not this other thing because it wouldn't be that simple. It's whatever's on that third pedestal that uh, that you're not showing me. And they're like, how did Namor fuck this up? He's it's such a Rick guy. Sanchez moment. <laughs> yeah, he's the sea guy. He's the sea guy. How does Magneto know more sea lore than him? Yeah, Magneto gets Namor's- seasick. <laughs> I feel like Namor is just—he's pretentious, so he only need, learns what he needs. That's feels very, like he needs to learn. Yeah, that's true. That's a, that's a good way. Yeah, but of looking at I don't it. know. You think someone would go? You ever encounter these three sirens? He, yeah. Well, he also didn't know there was a kraken uh, behind the kraken coin. Yeah, so but like, you might have wanted to fight it. Yeah, yeah that's true. He seemed surprised though. It wasn't like, yep, this is what I thought. Brace yourself, there's going to be a Kraken. He was just like, oh, no! A oh, kraken. fuck, it's a Kraken. Oh, no. How could, this, how could we ever predict this scenario would happen? <laughs> happens at least once a week. Yeah, right. Go um, to the bathroom, Kraken. <laughs> Boom, crack, My only concern crackin'. with this this story is like, so, so Magneto gets some sort of key from these hey, witches. Give him a key. That was the prize. The but, sirens die. They still don't like. really put away the Kraken. Like, that no, Kraken is don't. out. It's just out now. Uh, they don't even really address how he gets out. They just kind of are all of a sudden out of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they do close okay. the door, so I'm assuming the Kraken's in there. Oh, okay. Because um, there's, a, there's a panel of them standing outside of the Kraken door. Um, okay. But, but it's, not, it's not addressed. I feel like there should have been a panel of, like, we killed it. It's over. 
It's um, just like putting the fence and up so... for a puppy. It doesn't get through. <laughs> yeah. This cracking is just there. Yeah, yep. it's just a giant baby gate. Kraken's <laughs> <laughs> like trying to get through. Hopefully it's cracking proof. Yeah. They they put one of those plastic things over the doorknob so it just keeps spinning <laughs> when you try to turn it. Child proof the Kraken room. Uh, but yeah, so um so he gets out, he gets his key that we don't know what it's for. Uh he gets his it's island. His island. Huh? Okay. I hope cool. it's for a really for awesome island. looking car. It's like some sort of underwater <laughs> DeLorean. It's uh, like those things from Phantom Menace. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes. Exactly that thing. The gun gun cars? Cool, great. Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) They're my favorite vehicle. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so he takes his his little magical key and he goes back to the island and he takes this uh he had taken an entire um like uh what are the freight ship with all like the 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 shipping crates and he just cargo ship, yeah. Yeah, he he takes all the cargo crates and just creates a, a massive like citadel. For Emma, with a with a fucking sentinel's face, like like yeah. off the side, it's this like crazy palatial, awesome, uh, <laughs> yeah, like right. yeah, it's fucking super cool. And he's and like, what like, are you yeah, gonna do? She's great. like, invite people. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, he's like, now we'll have a party. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he's like, uh, uh, well, now you have your island, Mrs. Frost. Uh, what are you going to do with it? And she says, send invitations, of course, and then wait and see who shows up. Which to me implies party. But it really well, yeah. implies uh, a who's coming. Who's coming who? to get some of this? I, I think it implies uh, it's it's a trap. Well, we we know that mm. there's going to be a gala, right? I don't think that's happened yet. Do we know there's going to be a gala? I think you yes. know there's going to be a gala, and you're telling me now. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds closer to what's actually going to be happening. That's a really fun way to say I have no idea what you're talking about. Right <laughs> Isn't that whatever? Isn't this just the normal exchange of X Men? Isn't this just what happens? Yeah, absolutely. Pretty much. Um, RJ just tells me the things I need to know that are important, and then I move on. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, it, it felt. I don't know. I'm sure there will be a gala and like a, a big old party, but it feels a little bit more sinister than that to me. Um, because they already have their own island. Like, what does yeah, she need exactly. her own well, island? She already like, has her own. To... Base. She has that diamond fortress on Krakoa. Right. Yeah, exactly. So she wanted to throw a party. Oh, She's a already point. got a big ass palatial mansion on a, on a. What if she doesn't want to island? do it on Krakoa? Yeah. Like, what if she's the only? She just wants to leave Krakoa out of it. But like, they they, they planted a flower on this island. So well, because there's going to be a it, it has, a, gate, it has right? a gate, obviously. But also, there was something specific about like the um they talk about the weather. Like it had to have um. Like, it had to have snow or something like that, right? Like, don't they mention that? Like, it has to have seasons. Yeah, I, for, I forget what he what he said, but there was something about the weather that was specific about that island. And it was just yeah. like, I want it consistently rainy. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you live on a paradise island, but then you intentionally get an, uh... You, you take an island from Namor that is intentionally, like, not pleasant to live on. That's There's something going on there other than just wanting a second summer home. Maybe she just wanted to take Namor's stuff. I mean, that's probably true also. That doesn't surprise me whatsoever. But I don't know. Uh, there's something going on there. I think it's going to be cool. I like I, when, he, when Magneto talks to the wiki. He's like, yeah, he left me this shell if I ever needed to contact yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love that Like my faith in Hickman 
knows no bounds because the dude, I think we were talking about this at the shop, RJ, the dude has created like 20 different plot threads, none of which have been resolved, none of which will be resolved anytime soon because, uh, you know, Ten of Swords is coming up. So like, you know, like, what's the deal with the old ladies who are like the eco-terrorists? What's the deal with the vault? Oh, yeah. What's the deal with this island thing now? What's the deal with the a techno virus that Storm's got? Like, there's all these different, like, plots that I'm just like, tell me more. Oh, what's the deal with, I think the, um, we're going to deal with the uh, uh, Arako and the son of, of the four horsemen that was in, like, the, like the, the oh, yeah. that'll be in Ten of Swords. At well, least. The, the plant ladies are going to be in Empire next week. Oh, okay. well, there you go questions are answered i suppose okay but then. uh but no i i, I mean have not really full, but i have full faith in hickman that all of these <laughs> these plots will eventually have the, a really cool payoff but he's well, the giant size have time. been weird because they just feel kind of like uh he's got his whole like machine going and he's like oh i got these these extra cogs heel here he hasn't used <laughs> them at all but like let me just each, throw them in somewhere each yeah. individual giant size hasn't really done anything other than set up 10 other things totally. which is fine That's what I'm but saying. it's yeah. just like it's interesting to call it giant size and then not have it and also like make them story. very quick reads they're not no they're not giant at all and yeah. they read exceptionally quickly i know um, it's kind <laughs> so. of why even use the name it's a little bit of a misnomer yeah, yeah. but uh, I, I think they had talked about that too where hickman was like the having it named after characters isn't necessarily what he wanted because it, they're like story setups more yeah. than they are. I think it's like more giant size in the, the plot is giant size. Mm-hmm. The individual issue is a teaser. So just a trailer for all this, sh- all this shit that Hickman wants to do. Exactly. Yeah. Just get, just priming the priming the wheel, if you it's will. It's fine. It's yeah. all great. So. It's all great. It's I love it. Oh, yeah. I, I love uh, that I know nothing. I <laughs> have a great time. <laughs> That's X Men. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> RJ, what do you got? Uh, yeah, undone by blood number four. Yeah, you stole my pick. I did. By I Lonnie Nadler, Zach Thompson, and Sammy Cavella. It's because. You, everyone else took all my other picks. <laughs> so. I just love this book so much. It's, it's really good. Amazing. Well, it's because you're in it. Well. That's why. I aspired to be her. <laughs> right. If only I were so cool. <laughs> if only I were 19 and bald again. <laughs> well, you could do one of those things. <laughs> and we're trying to solve your family's massacre. I mean, I prefer to not do that part. I just want to run yeah. around in, in Lou Reed shirts and be badass. <laughs> I mean, you can still do that. And, and I mean, no one's stopping you from doing and... that. <laughs> and nothing, I suppose. I just gotta, I gotta manifest my true self, I suppose. Yeah. Kill <laughs> yourself. So, it starts with Ethel talking to the police chief in a diner after she got, what, she like blacked out from the she angel dust? She got angel dusted. She got, she got yeah, angel dusted, got yeah. Dusted. She was just high as hell. Oh, this um, is that book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, uh, they kind of have a big back and forth, and she's not putting up with his shit. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. She, she's like, you don't have any idea what's going on. I, I've been here like two weeks, and I uh, already discovered a, a drug ring, and have been, and like, he, uh, 
you know, run off the road, and uh, everyone in the town is corrupt. And he's like, you don't think I know that? It's like, other than them trying to kill you, I, this is all old news, but I can't do anything because I don't have any evidence. Um, She's but like, he you're also, a coward. Yeah. He also says that he's pretty sure he knows who killed her parents. Oh, yeah, he just flat out admits he knows who did yeah. that, and she's, he's yeah. just not doing but he anything couldn't, about it. But he couldn't arrest, he can't arrest them for evidence reasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure, and then, sure, sure. So she's like, what are you gonna, he's like, <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? And, um, he's like, I got a plan, but you, I'm just not gonna tell you, because you're just a kid. And she's like, well, my yeah, plan and, is... And also, like, not a cop, yeah. She's like, my plan is to kill him. And he's like, that's dumb. It's like, yeah, he's like, that's a, that's a one-way ticket to the to death row. And she's like, doesn't yeah. seem like it is, though. Well, yeah, there's this brilliant panel that as he leaves, it like zooms out and it's the outside of the diner, but she's still inside and she's like, it doesn't seem that way in Sweetheart, which is the town. And her panel is like inside the window with her. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, Yeah. it was really well done. There's a lot of really like interesting and beautiful Mm -hmm. like layout work in this. Like Sammy Cavella did an incredible job. Like I love that the... uh... Diners call it Casa de Huevos. <laughs> house yeah. of Eggs. Just house of Eggs. Love it. I wish my house was eggs. That's another Hickman it's... book that we need to talk about. House of Eggs? <laughs> I mean, isn't house, house of X and Powers of Ten just House of Eggs? More powers or less, yolk? yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then it kind of flips back to Saul as the whatever he is. The, the western novel right the western novel i don't know but he murdered he just murdered his best friend and he shows up to this bar because well, his best friend was routing him out well yeah right? his best friend rat- ratted him out um best friend quotes yeah uh and so he goes to this bar looking for help and he's like i'm gonna go murder all those guys so if anyone you know wants to come with me let me know, and there's just silence. They just ignore him and go yeah. back to yeah. like it's just literally. Go back to drinking. There's like the one panel of them all looking at him and listening, silence, and then the next panel is like the music starts back up again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Um, but yeah, I, I love how he's like either you're helping me or your guns are. So yeah, <laughs> he like goes up to someone and starts taking his gun from his holster. He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Well, you're you're gonna help me one way or another." And then um, the next panel is just a pile of guns on the floor. He where takes they all, all their them. guns. <laughs> like, I'm not going to shoot the guy, but you can shoot him with all of my guns. <laughs> and then he goes outside and they actually draw him like his gun. Like he's got like a gun down his pants and like one strapped, like stuffed into his bandolier. And like he's got like all these different weapons everywhere. Yeah, I love it. Uh, and then Ethel tries to get her bike fixed. And the guy is not it's, the bike is just kind of fucked so. this is literally the interaction i've been having with my bike with just oh, some God. some lazy <laughs> asshole not not fixing it telling me it's impossible and the worst there's these like really there's like uh panels of her uh waiting for the bike to be fixed and it's just kind of her passing time and it's the they're great they're really pretty yeah super good um and then she goes back, and the, he says he can't fix the bike. So she just ends up buying a bike, but then also uh, buying a, a gun. 
Yeah, I was gonna say a bike and a gun. Yeah, like, she's like, yeah, if I'm gonna pay this much money, you might as well give me that too. And he's like, ah, oh, you got a good eye. Doesn't question that she's 19 years old. No. Doesn't question the background check or anything. He's just like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, did not care even a little well, bit. Well, Texas. Two for one combo. Yep. Bike and a gun. <laughs> it's just got a gun where the little bell would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get that at uh mod on my bike soon. <laughs> and then she goes then she finds this like funeral for is for it the one? dude that ran off the cliff while they were all on Yeah, yeah. 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 Um and she does finds some, like, their does some snooping. She finds their parents uh, his parents and um asks them uh, pretty much finds out everything she needs to know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they like they know about the drugs and then she kind of finds out that the person running the drugs, the drugs are run through the landscaping company. The gardening and, angels? Yeah. And the person ah! who owns that is actually Heavy the sigh. brother of the the police chief. Well, yeah, because they're like, oh, it's like something rather cult. And she's like, do you mean Coles? And they're like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, I don't know, whatever. And she's like, yeah, it matters because that's the police chief's name. How have you not put this together by now? Yeah. So like, come you on, live you here. Dumb what the fuck? Then she rips up the police chief's Dude, business this card so and good. just like uh, uses it to make a cigarette. Yeah, that's a whole yeah. ass mood. Um, and burns the rest of the card. It's like yeah. corrupt motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to rolls a I, joint with a cop's fucking card and then burns the rest. Yeah. I wanted so to good. ask y'all if I could like post that on social media if that was just like <laughs> too far. <laughs> I imagine business cards are really hard to roll depending on what kind of stock you use. Yeah, they are. Yeah, that would be tough. I think she's just really good at rolling cigarettes. <laughs> she used like only like a like an edge of it too. Yeah, <laughs> she's that badass. Uh, um. Yeah, it was great. So then, yeah, it goes back to Seoul and. He goes outside with all his guns, and uh, the the villain has his son on a noose. Yeah, and then like snipers. The yeah, and snipers trained at him. So that yes. should be an interesting battle. Yeah, yeah that's gonna not gonna be go. Intense. That's not gonna end well for some. No. And then uh, the last last bit is Ethel going to, I guess the people Gorgeous. the she finds the ad for the landscaping and goes to that mm -hmm. place and yep she sees the person with the spurs that she's been looking for yeah the spurs and the short shorts that and guy. it flashes which is, back yeah, which to, is the guy that yep. uh flashes back to when her parents died and it's the guy with the with the spurs not uh like kicking down the door with drugs and was like I heard you guys want to party or whatever so, dude, this page, this last page is gorgeous. I mean, yeah. the page before that, where it's like her face, it, like looks like it's covered in blood because it's just like the sheer anger. Like yeah. that was really good too. Yeah, the last few pages were, it was. I don't think there's like any text. There's hardly any text. And it's just sequencing her like going through this building and catching them, finding them. It's like it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, no, the the climactic. I I feel like is is this a five issue miniseries? It um, might be. Because it feels like yeah, everything's sure. coming. It feels like the Saul oh, storyline yeah. is about to be concluded, and it feels like her story is about to be concluded. Um, I hope there's more. Really hope there's more, but yeah. Yeah, I'm really liking this one. It's fucking it's great. Cool. This this checks yeah. all the boxes for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's got the Casey seal of approval. Yeah, two two solid thumbs up. Yep. Neo Western Western smash smash together. Yep. And just like pulp 
uh yeah, like um pretty pulpy like horror noir but like thick pulp yeah <laughs> like florida orange juice pulp like real pulp. Oh, yeah no. extra just extra pulp <laughs> all right what else all right what else we got i know i got a few but i guess yeah, I can go, go, or yeah, do it, else go? no <laughs> it's been a while no comics for you <laughs> but um we got to talk about a jeff lebeer book oh yeah uh we're a jeff lebeer we yeah, whatever happened to that guy yeah, our uh, quarantine. Our qu- yeah, our quote on <laughs> Jeff Lemire books has been doesn't not have fulfilled every last couple. Of, I'm a little uh, bit less impressed with him. He doesn't have 80 books out every week. What's the deal? <laughs> here? I, th- I think he has them coming out. They're just not. We're just not getting he, them. He yeah. wrote them. He definitely wrote them all. <laughs> yeah, he didn't uh, just stop be... working because there was a global pandemic. What do you think he oh, is? Some kind of slacker, dude. And he's putting up, uh, dude. He's putting up pictures for the the Sweet Tooth like sequel he's doing. I'm pretty Man, excited about yeah, that. So, it looks so awesome. Hyped. Um, but this family tree number seven by Jeff Lemire and Phil Hester. And we kind of, I don't know if we figure out what's going on or get some more information. It's very to. loose in we, this book. We are like so close We're to getting to. the full, like, like even like one character says, I will tell you everything that is happening, but it's clearly like next issue. Um, but yeah. for now we got a big old time jump. So that's cool. We got a, we got a flash forward into the future of like the, the sun. Yeah, oh, the yeah. son kind of fighting these like eco terror did, does does something to him and he just turns into a tree. Yeah, yeah, but so like was, this is like or gets attacked dude, by a tree. Dude has or something. gone like full, full like escape from New York, uh, like yeah. Snake yeah. Plissken. Like he is, he is ultra badass and like clearly a decade older. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we and we got two separate. Well, all the kind of plots kind of come back together. So you have the mom, the son, and the daughter who have escaped from the city from these. Yeah, like flashes after it shows a couple pages of that, it goes back. And last issue wasn't even about them; it was all about the dad, right? Or the grandfather? Exactly. Yeah, the dad and the grandfather. So this is. It's been a long time since we've caught up. Checked in with them, and now at this point, uh, the daughter is a tree. She's just a tree. She is. She is. She is planted. She's grounded. She's like off in the tree. She's still (laughs) some kind of consciousness is still alive in there because she's talking with this woman. Uh, She can hear her mother like pleading for her to come back and talk to her. So, but the old woman that's in the house, we've already already seen waiting for you. Come on. We've already seen a whole network of people that live inside the tree world. Like we've known (laughs) that as a thing somehow. But it seems like they they kind of give a hint like she's like the chosen one because the woman's like we've been waiting for you i need to show you well, something we for you and they mentioned that she's the first person that's been planted like everyone else has transformed but not been able to thrive and she's planted meaning like she transformed when she was still alive well, i'm guessing the soil. others were killed i think the others were killed before and then like just like the, well i think that's they're the not people, part of all the way my theory is that the people that are coming after them trying to kill the tree people are cutting them right. down before they can get planted yeah um exactly because the if like if the network ke- keeps going then that's just the next step in human it's all gonna be tree people yes yeah, yeah. so the meanwhile um while that's going down the grandfather's trying to lose the eco-terrorists and runs into the sun at a gas station um and there's like a big shootout between them this grandfather is one wood hand one gun and just all badass <laughs> a lot about <laughs> terrorism in this show yeah, lots of plays. Yeah, really We're not even done works. for the day. That's our yeah, subgenre. I know. There's four books that come to mind right off the bat yeah. that deal with plant people. 
And this is wow. the second time kind today of, we yeah. talked about. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, we're not. That's I don't a, even think we're completely story. done talking about plant people for today. No, Definitely we are not. No. Oh boy, we have a big book. We got plant Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> plant, yeah, that's right. Um, and then kind of eventually, like she can hear her mom and like talks back to her mother through the tree and tells her, "Don't worry, I know what's gonna happen. Everything's gonna be, everything's gonna be okay." Um. No idea what that means. Well, yeah, like the, the old lady that she's talking to in Tree World is like, yeah. I'll tell <laughs> you. It's Tree World. Tree World. Oh, yeah, she's like, I'll tell you everything that's going on. And then it cuts to her. Yeah, it's like, oh, go on. You happen. were so close. Yeah. Just tell me. Like, <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, it's. Oh, man. I love Lemire. Like, this has been really cool. I, I'm really liking this story. Really I don't know one. where it's going. I don't know what the idea behind it. I like that oh, I have man. no idea what's going to happen. I yeah my, my I've takeaway no idea my takeaway here that I'm the vibe I'm getting is the the idea that the apocalypse is people turning into trees when you start reading the book you're like oh that's fucked up and terrifying I don't like that at all and then what seems to be building is like that is a good thing that like we want people to turn into trees because that's just the next step yeah. like it's like and it doesn't right. seem like it's everybody either. I wouldn't mind so turning maybe there's into a, a tree. <laughs> I mean, and like, and it's Getting clearly in that in that world, all the people that are tree people now are like kind of in harmony, and they're all kind of like happy, and like no one there yeah. is upset that they're there. It's all this kind of like this is just the I, this is the hand I was dealt, and I, I'm cool with it. Whereas all yeah. the eco terrorists are trying to stop them from turning into trees. So clearly, it's this like I like that he presented a, a, a quote unquote like dystopian apocalypse thing and then turned it on its head of like the what you were expecting like it would be super mm -hmm. easy to say like people turn into trees and it's scary and like that's it's too it's too simple the trees. i don't know yeah. the ability to just die every november is kind of appealing and then just coming back in and april. then every april go like oh it's wow, better than I, ever uh, what, what was everyone up to while i was gone what did i miss i think you just <laughs> want to be a bear um actually no bears don't die in the winter <laughs> well <they're, laughs> trees don't trees die pretty either. much die so does this they hibernate does this book mean that net <laughs> zombies are just networking i mean they're just like good they're Lord. just hanging out having like like a shared consciousness <laughs> they're just yeah they can't use they can't use the internet so it's just zombie linkedin yeah. by walking and they're just around. trying to trying to get you to follow them on linkedin by eating your brain <laughs> <laughs> look at my portfolio <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. did you get that thing i sent you <laughs> Love it. what's the best number to reach you at <laughs> I want to circle yeah. back. Oh, God, yeah. And touch base. <laughs> touch base. And those other buzzwords. <laughs> I'm pretty... Dude, I feel like some there's some professions are only allowed to say buzzwords. And if they if not, they get their pay docked. And I feel like recruiter on LinkedIn is one of them. See, I, oh. I, I see those, those types of phrases as like a sign of weakness in, <laughs> in my professional life. Like when people use them too much, right. I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. And now I have That's, to double check everything you tell me. There's definitely a correlation between those two things I have noticed. <laughs> for sure. Uh yeah, no, I I But it's a great book. Family Tree, oh, Lemire. So He's love it. We haven't talked about him in a while, so I I feel bad, but 
we're, we're back. Well, because I think there were a couple issues where it's just like, shit's getting wild. I don't understand it. Uh... <laughs> well, like, yeah, like, it's not like Lemire's not putting out a book. I read two Lemire books this oh, week, yeah, but we I still can't talk about Gideon, Gideon Falls, Falls because I, st- I don't good. know what's going Go on. Go buy it. I it's amazing. Go buy it and then DM me and tell me what it's about. Because I love it. That would be awesome. Please tell so me much. what it's about. I love it so Dude, much. It's and I don't wild. understand. Because <laughs> now they're time traveling. Yeah. Oh my god. Or universe or multiverse hopping. I have it's no multiversal idea. Because they're existing in the same time plane in separate dimensions. Wait, what book in are we talking about time. now? Gideon Falls. Gideon, oh, Gideon, Gideon Falls. Falls. It's like a horror comic, but it is gone. It was. They have it cranked was it up to a million. Just a horror comic about a haunted barn, about like a ghost <laughs> barn, and now. There's alternate dimensions and there's cyborgs and there's roaches and I don't know. So it's just twenty and potential demons. Oh, there's one hundred percent demons. Um, like I just it's insane. If I could get some cliff notes, uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking about going back and reading it. I might as well while we're here. Andrea Sorrentino's doing the art. Oh yeah, too. Yeah, Jeff and, and Andrea We talked about them. A I lot. um I gave so, so I bought all the trades and I gave them to my boyfriend to read because he almost exclusively reads horror comics and I was just mm-hmm. like, man, boy, do I have a book for you so i gave him like four trades all in one shot just like here you go have fun um here's your nightmares and uh i like that you was. called him man boy that's pretty funny <laughs> man boy <laughs> <laughs> he also hates it when i call him man and dude and shit he's just like that's weird like don't hate that <laughs> dude shut up uh <laughs> wow but anyway no i gave that's him the appropriate response yeah no i gave him like four trades in one shot. So he understood it perfectly. That's one of those books that if you trade weight for, it just hits different. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely thinking about I need to go back and digging read up the issues and read them. Cause yeah, it's been like I a know solid great. three years. Every comic should out be read that. one issue at a time, six months apart. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That was, that so was the uh, one with Jim's, uh, or Jeff Smith's razzle for me. For oh God. While. It came out so infrequently and it was so bizarrely difficult to follow. I was just like, <laughs> I'm going to wait till he's done and read the whole thing. And I think he's still working on it. Like, Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's um, de- decorum yeah. for me. I, I, I feel like issue three is coming out next week. And I'm just kind of like, I don't think I can. I don't think I. that's too elevated I, I don't, for me. I don't have it. In I don't me. have it in me to know what the fuck it's about. Uh, I want to read it all in one go and be confused at one time, not All separate time. confusion. Yeah, yeah I don't exactly. To... Not every month for imperfect. <laughs> I don't want to be confused. I don't want to be confused and also forget what happened. Yeah, buy once, cry <laughs> once, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I know I'll like it, but I don't know if I'll understand it. I feel like that's the key. It's real and pretty. I feel like that's a lot of Hickman books. I think it's that's a, good, a that. good segue into the next book I wanted to talk about briefly. Oh yeah, wow. which is I'm, Space okay. Riders: Vortex of Darkness, number two. Yes. Oh my this isn't yes. my official pick, but I wanted to shout this because it's insane. it is visually the most stimulating thing I think I've ever read, <laughs> and. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is happening, but I love every panel of this. All right. Yeah. I think I, re- I know what's happening. I think Casey made us make the, f- you had us all get the first one, Yeah, the one, first right? one's great. Second one's great. It's a, it's a demon that's trying to, it, it like fucked Satan to death. And then it's, it's just like coming out through, oh, that's right. through the baboon dude. And that's yeah. like, and then it, yeah. and it's like trying to like that. psychically escape into our, our dimension and then swallow it whole. Um, so they get the team back together and the, like, they, they get together. They're like the team. Yeah. They get together. They're fucking like guardians of the galaxy, but like, they're also all just mercenaries. They're all like, they're all just <laughs> like the most murderous people that exist in the galaxy. 
My uh, takeaway is right now they're riding around in a giant spaceship that's in the shape of a skull named the the Santa Muerte. Yeah, that's always their spaceship. Have you not? That's did I not awesome. make you read the first two trades of this? You didn't. Yeah, there's two whole trades of this. But I super they love that. Have a, they always have a spaceship skull. Uh, I just like that it's called Santa Muerta. Because that's <laughs> yeah, Brad that's as hell. Name. Yeah, no, it's so good. I, yeah, I really Who's... love the, um, like, even when they're in space, they're speaking a lot of Spanish. And I'm kind of like, oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Wait, why would they be speaking English? All of it's irrelevant. Right. Um, so, like, it, it, right. It, it's six of one half of another. They should just be speaking all the languages. Uh, so the... I, I like that it's a little bit inclusive there while also just being just, like, the most vulgar and violent comic in the world. And the, the color palette <laughs> shouldn't work, but somehow it does. Oh, I, yeah. I think in our Slack channel, when we were talking about this. I said it's like if Jack Kirby was red, green, colorblind. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, there's just these bold, crazy colors that just dance around on the page if you look at them a certain way. But I'm like... Mm-hmm. I'm, it's like I'm, the I'm... printer got stuck on on like... It ran Yellow. out of something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it all it all works though. I almost I almost yeah. wonder if this is like screen printed because there's like clearly three colors in every issue and they're just bananas. I'm sure it is aesthetically purposeful to be that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's definitely a specific choice for that. Who is um Oh, uh who's doing the art on do, that? Let's do that. Um Wow. Uh Alexis Zurit. And Carlos Giffoni. I think it's Zeret. Zeret? But I that's so. that's the art. Uh Alexis Zeret. I, I, I follow them on, on, on Twitter. And they do a lot of cool art that yeah. like for all yeah. kinds of stuff. Like they're designing a, yeah. a beer label at one point that I was just like, man, that's fucking great. <laughs> but Dude, yeah, there's other like labels and things in that color palette, like you're definitely going to notice whatever that I will is I will drink that beer whether it's good or not for yeah, sure. Every, yeah. Every now and again, uh some of their artwork pops up and I just I I freak out. That's cool. I love that stuff. Yeah, I, I think I missed this one. I'm I don't Casey didn't yell at me with um metal blaring behind her to pick this one up, so like, I think I missed it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I dropped the ball, but then I realized later that I dropped that you guys dropped the ball. So I, I texted the group chat and said, like, how dare you? I'm I just, just went back to the shop. Yeah. Casey had to see me yeah. twice this week. Darn. Sure Too much. So upset it's about it. I think I made again. you buy like three or four more things. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, uh, I, that's why you can't go back. Funny story about yeah. that trip to the comic shop. On my on my walk back, I found that this is totally unrelated to anything, but it's a it's a cute story. Uh, my one of my neighbors has a garden that they have like fenced off, and they have bird netting over the top of it to keep uh, stuff out. But there was a bird completely tangled up in the bird netting, and like was trying to get loose and and trying to get out. So I quickly ran home and grabbed some scissors and cut him loose. Oh, that's nice. It was a cute little oh, thing that happened to me on my walk home from the comic shop. He's got a Good. little picture of you in his nest. <laughs> Good guy, Adam. Yeah, it's, uh, it's <laughs> that's my it's nice positivity that I put out into the universe this past week. Perfect. Lord knows we all need some more yeah. of that. Yeah, so I mean... Keep it up. <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure he still had some bird netting around his neck, so he's he's not in great shape and probably. So you failed. Be. <laughs> no but I just couldn't get close enough to him he was really uh really wanted to hurt me even though I was trying to help him yeah, well, but you know, he's an animal you. And, you know he's got that little tiny brain he doesn't know what's going on he's, yeah he's just scared <laughs> that's me well we just talked about a lot of books that were off <laughs> potentially off what else we got this week 
blip, 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 blip. Uh, will I Wolverine? I Wolverine. I Wolverine. Yeah. Twenty twenty number one came the out. The newest Apple product. Me Wolverine. <laughs> Me Wolverine, you. I was like an eye vampire, I robot. So this is like what what I didn't realize was at the tail end of this this 2020 Iron Man. Yeah, it's ongoing. a whole ass event yeah, that you fine. haven't been reading. Did, didn't really realize it was happening. We haven't robot been covering it. Uprising, sure. But I saw the name Wolverine and Larry Hama on the cover of a comic book, and I yeah. bought it. Yeah. Because that's something I'm programmed to do. <laughs> Well, that's a, and how that's was a good it? pun. Yeah. Program. But yeah, it's uh, it's written by Larry Hama. Word. The art's by Roland uh, Bashi. Larry Hama did Wolverine for almost 10 years. Yeah. Oh, right. And yeah. he was the creator of what we now know of as G.I. Joe. Yep. When they, when, they came up with, Joe. when they came up with the idea for the, the 80s G.I. Joe toy line, they thought the only way they could sell it is if there was a comic book attached, and they just locked Larry Hama in a room with a bunch of action figures and went, do something. Figure also, they Figure didn't filter him at all. Those comics are brutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I know you said it's for kids, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, but like he hashed out all those characters. It's great. Oh, that is cool. His Wolverine run is incredible and bizarre. And just, it's like you get an issue where you discover Wolverine's past, and then you get a next one where he's in the, like, in Spain fighting in the Civil War. And it's just, it's nuts. And so was I Wolverine number one. So I'm not too tuned in to this uh, this whole Iron Man All event. All you need so. to know is that there's an AI uprising because Arno Stark did something, and uh, <laughs> and that like basically all the the AIs and the cyborgs and the whatnot are are basically contributing to that revolution, except for I Wolverine. He's like, I want nothing to do with that. I just want to go find my bomb girl. Um, it's Albert. His it's Albert. Yeah. Wolverine. So, so we get Albert, which is a robotic doppelganger of Wolverine. He was created by Donald Pierce. He's just the the Reavers. He's the cyborg ver- uh, member of the Hellfire Club. He's responsible for like Lady Deathstrike and uh, was Skull cra- Skull Crusher. I don't know all all the Reavers that attack Wolverine. Um, hmm. but he built uh, Albert and LCD. So uh, Albert was a doppelganger of Wolverine and was trying to distract him long enough for this little girl who was just mostly C4 to explode and murder Wolverine, but that, that failed, and Wolverine ended up hanging out with him. <laughs> just being buddies. Yeah. <laughs> but right. we, we get this, this cool little, like... Um... Pretty typical Wolverine Yakuza story, but with yeah. but with Albert and this this little girl robot. So he's like trying to find out where she is. He finds her head, like some. Yeah, Yakuza he's trying, he's guy. trying to find out all the different places that she is. Like her head's in yeah. one place, her arms are in a different place, her, her torso and legs are in. <laughs> yeah. A different yeah, so he place. goes to the the princess bar and he meets Tiger Tiger. <laughs> tiger tiger <laughs> it's all these wolverine characters yeah it's just yeah. it's just oh, like all, it, all of it. the like 
Yakuza Wolverine story. And then antagonist. It's it's Madripoor greatest hits. Yeah. Tiger. Yeah, this all takes place in Madripoor. Yeah. Tiger thinks that he's Patch. And And then he turns his face and he's like, oh no, you were not. Nope. (laughs) But it it was fun. So, like, he, he has to, you know, beat dudes up and get different parts of this this robot girl and put her back together. And uh now they uh they've got some revenge to dish out. Apparently Donald is like the he's like political power in Madripoor or something. I don't know. It's not good. Whoever put him in charge. <laughs> but it was a it was a fun read. I, I liked I liked reading uh Larry Hama again, and Albert is just such a deep cut character for this event, and that just kind of I was tickled by that a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of there's a fun idea about like a cyborg Wolverine that's named Albert rolling through Wolverine's greatest hits. There's definitely a pretty good entertainment. I like that there. Hama always writes them with like speech uh, impediments and. LCD has like a just a lisp, and Albert has like a it's like a buzzer that happens like a like a glitch. Oh and yeah, and some he, one person yeah one person was just like, oh, you've been giving yourself upgrades. Why didn't you get rid of your speech impediments? Like what bzz, speech? Impediment? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I always good. find that distracting though in reading comics because like like everything yeah. that this little girl robot was saying was in like Elmer Fudd language and. <laughs> Yeah, like ha- having to untie that in my brain, it's always like it, it pulls me once out. You, of it. Once you read a couple panels of it, it's not that bad. Yeah. Or Elsie. <laughs> yeah. So that's I Wolverine. All right. Well, good. I'll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Maybe I'll read. Maybe I'll read older Wolverine from this guy, and it sounds like it could be pretty. Yeah, sweet. definitely check out any Larry Hama Wolverine stuff. Is fantastic. Do we got anything else before top stories? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah got, dude. Uh, oh, sh- nah. <laughs> Never mind. There's two. There's two. I'm so sorry. Uh, what was I thinking? Yeah, RJ, tell us about Artemis and the Assassin, because oh, it was okay. so good. All right. So I got Artemis and the Assassin number three, Stephanie Phillips and Francesca fin- Fintini. Um, so this opens with uh, it's like an army ranger assassinating people in Afghanistan and then this ninja shows up and he's like yo we gotta we gotta go to Maya who's the main the character assassin part of Artemis and the assassin yeah she's the assassin main character and uh she was in the the wild west um well so the that... book started out in world war Two in France and then they got in a scuffle and then the um because because Maya was trying to assassinate a uh, resistance fighter um, in France. So they got in a tussle and accidentally got time traveled to the Wild West. So yeah. that's where this issue picked up. Gotcha. So the, the ninja uh, is like, we got to go. And the guy's like, well, since when is uh, assassinating a duo mission? It's like, since Maya uh, went rogue, they don't know what happened. She's did unscheduled like time jumps um so they they go in and uh maya and virginia are fighting a bunch of cowboys and uh the one guy gets his hands on her teleporter and um gets sucked into uh 
uh, the like time warp, and we learn that he goes to like uh, Was it like twenty four hundred BC or something. Yeah, crazy? yeah. So he gets stuck in oh, like boy. the Stone Age, and um, <laughs> then uh, they they kind of take out the the cowboys, but Maya passes out from the bullet wound that uh, Virginia shot her last issue. Um, and then, uh, so, like, she has this, this, uh, energy bow, and there's this gnarly panel of a dude with, like, a, with the bow sticking out of his eye. Oh, yeah, that was really good. Um, but then they go to the saloon to get help, and, uh, Virginia has to dig the, the, uh, bullet out of her, um, and then there's this talk uh, there's this, it flips to this boardroom meeting in this, like, sci-fi room of the, I guess, the guy who is in charge of sending everyone out on the assassin missions, and the person who paid for the assassination of Virginia, and, uh, he's angry because the, she's still alive, um, so I guess it's kind of setting up more of the, the, The uh, assassin guild? Yeah. Uh, this issue made me realize, I was like, oh, they're just selling assassinations to the highest bidder. Yeah. Which... So n- usually not good people would probably hire them. It also <laughs> begs the question of, usually. like, who is placing these hits? Is yeah. it someone from their own time? Or is it someone from an older time? Or from, like, a... From a no, time assassin. I think it's someone in the future saying, if we... Because she specifically knew the information about D-Day. And yeah, was like yeah. going to warn, like the like other forces that it was happening. So because they, 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 you know the whole thing with D Day was that it was like a massive um, like ruse that worked, but like if if she wasn't around, it would not have worked. So this is a fucking like future Nazi, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who, future who wanted the, the Nazis to win. Basically, is is like if you get rid of her, then maybe D Day doesn't succeed. Maybe the Allies don't turn the tide. Um, so yeah, that that was this was my aha moment of like, oh, a Nazi hired him. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> the Nazi's a bad guy again. And then, uh, yeah, so Virginia finishes getting the bullet out, and she's kind of still wondering what the fuck is happening because she's from World War Two. Um, I also uh, love the ba- the banter between the two of them because she's like, "Why are you saving me?" And she's like, "Well, you know, you saved my life. Like, uh, I also saved your life when a Nazi tried to shoot you." And then I saved yours when a cowboy attacked us. Yeah, I took a bullet out of your arm that you put in me. Yeah. <laughs> like, so they have this, like, why are we doing this? Like... And then as soon as, like, she's done uh, bandaging it, the, the ninja and the sniper come through. And uh, she's like, see, time traveler. <laughs> but, like, so they're in the Midwest. They're like in the Wild West fighting a ninja and a, and a war veteran or whatever. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's like an like just soldier. a genre smash of everything. Yeah, it's real good. It's so good. I love I it. Love it. Uh, all right. Would you? I, I'm kind of torn here. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna shout out two books super quick. Um, okay, since, do since it. Adam's doing that too. Uh, Strange Adventures number three, always amazing. Uh, it's Tom King, Mitch Gerards, and, and Evan Chainer. Um, the only reason I really was was drawn to this book. Uh, like like okay so we we know the the creative team of mr odds and tom king from mr miracle 
So I had kind of been reading it with this Mr. Miracle kind of like rose tinted glasses of, um, you know, that Adam Strange and uh, I can't remember his wife's name are going to be, you know, the Scott and Big Barda, you know, like romantic, amazing couple that I that I want them to be. Uh, Alana. I was, huh? Her name's Alana. Alana, thank you. I knew it was something with an A. So, um. I was wrong. I never read anything else with Alana in it. I don't know if this is her characterization usually, but I'm getting a real conniving vibe from her. She's the one in control. She's in here, control. Not Adam at all. Yeah, because so basically this issue is like a bunch of flashbacks where like um Adam Strange had to save her in a like gladiatorial combat where she was the prize. Like she basically like yeah. he had to like defeat one of the the Praxis or whatever. The, the alien like species is called um because she was being held captive and like the winner of that the tournament won her um and then it, you know flashes forward and basically in the, the current timeline um mr terrific is investigating the death of uh, a, a a critic of adam strange there was a guy that came to one of his book signings and was just like you need to account for your war crimes like you're a horrible person and then that guy ended up with a laser beam to the face um so they asked the justice like they asked batman hey can you exonerate us yeah this wasn't us can you exonerate us and he hires mr terrific who is not completely certain that it's not them so he, we, we don't get to see the interaction where, where Mr. Terrific confronts them, but we just see Alana being like, how dare he, you know? So they go on the offensive and start going to these like rate, like news, like broadcasts and doing interviews where they're like, we don't understand why the Justice League would investigate us. We have nothing to hide. And then Batman's like, yeah, what the fuck? You ask us to do that like well, what is your game the other thing is basically yeah she's like well my husband's just trying to defend earth from this thing and we're getting held up by this guy who's not even in the jsa yeah. even though they asked for it yeah she's playing it all against him so it'll be done and he'll just be exonerated yeah like it, so something's yeah up. it's definitely like i mean i'm sure it's a little bit of red herring but i'm getting a real villain vibe from her like maybe Absolutely. she killed the dude or at the very least she knows about it and because she has a panel like after like her one news conference rolls and it ends with like why is someone trying to distract from that vital mission and she's smoking a cigarette just like boom yeah and it's like all right yeah she's she knows she's a, she's doing something she, here not, yeah she's she's got a whole like we're protecting your freedoms kind of a exactly vibe. Yeah. and i'm just like oh i've seen i've seen some clips from fox news i Dude, i know yeah. that um that whole argument that you're trying to make uh like that i've seen uh, this show before yeah it doesn't end well i hate the conclusion she's using it to her advantage completely yeah exactly whether she from what i could say she doesn't believe anything she's saying but she's doing it for a very specific reason yeah she's playing the game to 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 turn the public tide in their favor of just like exactly exactly what mr terrific said where it's just like it doesn't matter what i say because they love him they want him Exa- to be innocent and like yeah. i don't know and she even plays batman yeah yeah and then yeah batman shows up at like the very end of the book is batman showing up and she's like swimming in the swimming pool and she pulls a gun on him and uh and they have this whole little like well he's banter. basically like um what alana you asked us yeah, to do this like, what doing? the hell are you yeah. doing yeah yeah and yeah she, he's like uh 
the investigation of your husband's possible crimes is not dependent on public opinion. It is sanctioned and supported by myself and the league, and it will continue unabated. And she's like, uh, you're searching out the truth about my home, my family, and you wish for the search to go without improper interference? Well, <laughs> I mean, all I can say, Batman, is that I could not agree more. While she's blowing smoke in his face, it's like, what is your deal, yeah. lady? Um, <laughs> yeah, and then the, news, then the news coverage after that is basically Batman shows up to Alana's house and threatens her. Why? Yeah, why is, like, why oh is he God. intimidating <laughs> the, the suspects? And just, yeah, ugh. so it's... She is playing the media like a fiddle. Yeah, and it's working. With this. Um, so oh, very so much. even if she didn't kill the dude, she's a villain in my eyes. Uh, yeah. I was just was not expecting that. I, I mean, it's totally my fault because I was getting Big Barda vibes, and it was, she's not Big Barda at all. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that book's super good. Uh, it's can't great. wait to see where that goes with it. Um, but the other book I wanted to shout out real quick was Ludocrats, uh, also number three from Karen Gillan, I don't Jim Ross. I don't understand this book. <laughs> I, I've, I'm kind of I'm kind of done on that book. Yeah. I think, dude, it's it's too much. It, it was I just mean, it's too weird for me. Like I I I get that it's good. You would be murdered in that universe. I know. Yeah, I you're would so totally... boring. Why are you boring? Adam? I'd be I'd be dragged out of here by my by my ankles for saying so. <laughs> it's worth mentioning just just for this panel. Yeah. Oh no. There's a couple. There's yeah. There's the one where like, um, Otto breaks in. So so they're they're interrogating Grady, the steam train, for information <laughs> about the hyper pope, uh, which is also already the the dumbest sentence I've ever said. Um, yep. And uh, but it's but it's a very consensual interrogation. She's like, I'll never well, tell. She loves her. Yeah. 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 She loves the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. So she's like, getting worked up, and then yeah. that he just bursts in to quote unquote save her. But then they they consummate their uh, their acquaintance. Dude, th- this was my Over favorite part. Of the book. Yeah. Like many many Dude, times. <laughs> yeah. This just... He loves Grady, my love anvil, and Otto, my sex horse. My sex horse. <laughs> But then they put out an announcement to the town, basically, yeah, <laughs> basically right. saying uh, Otto is fucking. Stay inside. Yeah. Beware. Beware. Fucking, active active fucking. fucking. And then they're like, the are they done? No, they're still doing it. Yeah, stay Get inside. Back. Stay they're inside. Still fucking. I had a roommate like that once. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like you, it's like we like... should leave. Um, there's nowhere in this house that's safe from. At least they weren't a steam train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they kind of do what they did last issue. They do the the. The plot, the sneak in plot, basically. Yeah. Exactly. Also, like to the guy that's doing like somebody. exposition, but this time Otto's like, "You're so boring. Stop, please. Get stop. out of yeah, here." He yells at the exposition. Don't guy. do that yeah. anymore. Yeah, and then and then like his friend explains what's happening. So she's like, "Oh, the the interrogation is their way." And he's like, "See, we're fine. We don't need you." Yeah, we don't we don't need you. <laughs> oh, is that Professor Exposition? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this book is just absurd to, in every way. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely it's fun, but it's it's, it's it a just lot. feels like a giant inside joke that I wasn't there for, you know, and that I yeah. think it is, um, yeah, but I still find it tremendously entertaining yeah they they basically they go to the hyper pope's um lair, they find an elder god that Otto had consummated with and no, created it's... a baby elder god that's yeah, a it's son. his son, yeah, that's that's his son they have to well fight. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying he was born from an elder oh, god yeah. that he fucked, so he so he yep. <laughs> this is the elder god that he that's his son <laughs> yep mm-hmm. so and then they have to try to fight that to try to go save the people that were captured at his gala yeah. so and figure out what's going on oh yeah and the, like the whole the the plot i don't even remember now the 
basically the hyper pope is trying to turn people normal. Yeah, he's trying to turn That's everybody basically boring. it. Yeah. Oh, and he's Classic. building some kind of weapon. That's what. I, yeah, it's the weapon yeah. that like that will squash their dimension and turn it. The into, normal gun. Yeah, it's like a, a, normal, it's like a gun? normal black hole. <laughs> yeah, it's a voodoo universe. Whatever's like, done to me. this universe happens to our reality. The pestle and mortar—they're going to grind it all up and homogenize all existence. We will all go. be rendered done. boring. Yeah. There you go. There's your plot. I feel like yeah. we're uh, living in the middle of that right now. Mm. <laughs> Dude, it feels that way sometimes. Yeah, it certainly does. But yeah, that was, you know, just a quick little shout out. That yeah, was, that was a fun yeah. one. So. All right. Which one do you want to start with? Empire? I just, uh, like, uh, let's, how do we talk about Empire without doing a full play-by-play of this okay, book so that took people, two right? hours for me there's to read? plant people. There's plant people on the moon. We didn't know the plant people were on the moon. They've been there for easy. a long time. Yeah. Uh, they were there. They were the losers in a competition between the Cree and the Kotati. Those are the plant people. No, they and were the winners. The Kotati are the plant people. They are the plant people. They, they, they won. Anyway, so the Cree go back off into space to fight the Skrulls for, I don't know, millennia. They've been in, they've been in war forever. Um, and the only thing that has ever brought them together is the Hulkling, who is half Cree, half Skrull. He's the leader of their army. Boom. Set up. That's it. So now what's happening is uh the kree and the scroll are two things happen huh yeah they should come to the moon to fight the kotati to get rid exactly. of exactly to... and tony stark tony stark fucked up well tony stark tries to protect the kotati which is yeah you know, so like basically the, through the, all the prequels we've been led to believe that the kotati are this like peaceful um plant race that's just hiding out on like the, mm-hmm. the dark of the moon mm-hmm. with their like their their paradise garden and uh they were just waiting for plant jesus they were just waiting to for get plant born. jesus to show up he showed up he's here and then um the Wait, how do these, plants like, grow on the dark side of the moon don't they need i'm sorry it's not the dark side of the <laughs> moon they need... it's the it's the blue area or whatever they made they made they grew the garden they made a place that they could live it doesn't I don't think it's alien side. technology it might be. i just thought they were on the dark side of the moon because no one could find them but uh oh maybe I, yeah i don't, I don't know. know i i i I'm spitballing here. I don't know if that's actually they're on the moon somewhere on the moon. Doesn't sure. matter. Um, but yeah, these like so the, so these two warring civilizations have combined together to make an ultra war machine, like armada. massive armada that's coming to wipe the the Kotati off off the face of the galaxy. So the Avengers are there to protect them, and the Fantastic Four are with the Skrulls and the Kree trying to talk Hulkling down. Just being like, yo, bro, this is fucking stupid. You should not be doing this. And he's like, no, I have divine purpose, and they've got my back, and it's super well, cruel. And like, he thinks he's helping his family. He's like, well, he thinks he's uniting. Well, no. He's uniting. Right, yeah. You know, it's ultimately. He knew peace. he was He knew he was a figurehead, but he believes them about the Kotati, exactly. and that's why he did yes. it. Yeah. He believes that the Kotati are a threat to the universe. That's out, the only thing. Spoiler yeah. alert. Massive spoiler alert for the big twist they at the right. end. He was right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so basically, <laughs> Tony Stark shut, he EMPs all of the ships, so he peacefully just turns off the entire war fleet. And just kind of like let's yeah, them... basically the Kotati just used the Avengers to buy them time so they could finish their plant Jesus resurrection ceremony or whatever was going yeah. on. And now they're just going to go destroy everything. everything. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like they flip a switch and <laughs> exactly. go super fucking evil I mean, over the course of a page. Really blame them. Yeah, they got. Oh, yeah, I'm not wiped saying, from but... extinct from existence. 
Yeah, so. but you know, to 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 almost be wiped from existence and then turn around and create an ethno state where you yourself uh, genocide the people is a really fucking stupid thing to do, Israel. Uh. Oh Jesus! <laughs> that is a hot button subject. Are you just, just saying, saying? All right, but uh, let's not overskip. Like, there's a lot more that goes into this book, um, and the oh art. Oh my and god! The yeah, we we that awesome. that was the ultra abridged version for Adam, who didn't understand what was going on. This yeah, is that would have been helpful a little while ago. Dude, <laughs> some of the action was incredible, like the Black Panther mech suit, the Ghost Rider space. Oh, yeah, the Ghost god. Rider he ship takes over the yeah with the yeah. the so dual. Oh, the dual pennant stairs. Pennant stairs. Oh my an God, army yes. from a spaceship. Like, and what, then Teddy dude? blocking Mjolnir. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, yeah and then... he blocks Mjolnir with a sword, and it's beautiful. Like, it's just this like, like jaw dropping. Him panel. fighting. Them figuring out the fastball special when they're fighting the super scroll. Like, dude, the action in this was. Yeah. Incredible. She gets yeah. a hammer to not be. Uh, raged out. She's back to normal. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That yeah, that was a nice little thing. I wonder if they're gonna, because they kind of shoot. Um, was Hulk in this one? Oh no, I'm confusing my Hulk. Well, no, there was that ad for if, that Hulk story that kept popping up in this one that made me think. Maybe that's what it. I was. That's maybe that's why it's in my brain thinking like they kind of put Hulk in the corner. I was like, oh, is he gonna have like a scepter where he's his brain is calm? Because <laughs> that's. Don't they don't really want that running around whatever side you're on, you want them on yeah. that side, that is yes. for sure. <laughs> but this looks cool. This is gonna be a, one of those just full on cosmic I, every I hero like on Marvel. I've been saying to everybody, um, I feel like Marvel events are exhausting and I don't usually reason, like them. Yeah, part of the reason Marvel events are exhausting is because they feel really forced and it's always like some promotional scheme to get people to mm-hmm. pay attention to some stupid TV show or movie or whatever. Like they did uh, Inhumans versus the X-Men when the Inhumans TV show was out. Clearly that was super successful and helped out a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> World War II while Civil War was coming out. You know, it's always some kind of like you can see right through their um, their uh, sales pitch. Like, they're, it, like yeah. it's not making good books for the sake of making good books. This is clearly Al Ewing going to the the editors of Marvel and being yeah. like, I have a story. It's too big to put in, you know, Guardians or Immortal Hulk or whatever. Yeah, this feels like a big comic yeah. event. And it and it feels like it was just a good story that he wanted to tell. It wasn't At least I hope I so. I mean it definitely feels that way. And I, I'm just knowing what I know about Al Ewing, it is as long as edit, Marvel didn't edit it to death. You know what I mean? Like right. it's gonna be a yeah. good book if he's just left to be a good writer, you know? Um yeah, the art's incredible, the writing's incredible, and I, it's been yeah, a it's long time gorgeous. since I've been surprised by an event book, and, like, that twist. You get a big, and you get a cool reveal, right, in issue one. What Issue one, yeah, yeah like, it's awesome. Yeah, that, that, that twist did, came out of left field. I didn't see it coming at all. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Plant people. Yeah, plant. I'm, I might, for me, I might follow events, the yeah. main book on this, as long as it's, it's not That's just, what I'm going to do. Just purposely confusing to dupe me into spending like $300 on event books this summer. I mean, that's fair. They it, it was supposed to be like a much bigger event, but then when COVID happened, they canceled like 20 titles. So I, it's, I think it's I'm a very condensed I, yeah. event. I just want to be able to read the main title for an event yeah. and get yeah. what I need. Yeah. If I want enhancements to learn about other things, fine. I mean, but I will say I can get the full story with empire. I'm, I will say in. that, uh, 
the Hulkling book is written by Chip Zdarsky, so you should read that. That might be worth That'll checking be out. That'll be worth yep. it. The Avengers book was really good. I don't know if it's going to be the same creative team going forward, but you can't go wrong with Aluane and uh, Pepe Larraz. Um, so No, definitely yeah. not. So uh, X-Men, X-Men uh, Empire is going to be plant people versus plant people. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? <laughs> yep. Fair enough. I'm sold. All right. I'm buying them all. Yep. Like I said, it's always, always upselling you guys. I got a, we, I got we a need, couple we extra need Kid Omega with a super now. soaker full of Roundup on that one. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> nice. He got owned by plant people. Yeah. yeah he's he's got a bone to pick with these yeah, plants. Yeah. I think he's going to have a little bit of a vendetta against the plant people now. <laughs> he probably didn't do much gardening beforehand anyway. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't strike me as the green thumb. No, definitely not. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, last one. Maybe now that this book ended, I can afford to buy an extra Empire. Uh, we we should have done just a special song. episode where we just talked about this book for two hours because we've <laughs> we've covered this book. We've been we've been following along in this book, and now it's over. And now my we've life been a, a is full less good. Year of of us having the show, and a full year of Jimmy Olsen. And at least this one isn't confusing. It's been... Yeah, it's a swan. Yeah. It's a swan song to Jimmy. It's so good. I love it. This was great. I really enjoyed this issue. I like the Porcadillo's battle cry. <laughs> I, love the, I love the SFX <laughs> with the crack where it's crack. Yeah. When it hits him. Yeah, Porcadillo oh. throws one of his pink crocs at somebody. At, at kind Julian of like Olsen. The, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this whole book, basically, at the beginning, they're basically trying to track down Julian to kind of finally confront him about everything, and they chase him down in his ex-wife's spaceship because of of course they do. Well, they're going to get... The Daily Plan is going to close. Yeah, so they're trying to get this so they can get their money, but, like, I... So they get chased into the airport, and I'm sure Casey noticed this. The the Bluth Wayne... Oh, the I car. didn't notice that. The stair car. I didn't car. notice that. Oh, my God. Dude, yeah. check it out. It's so good. Ah! Yeah. Such a, such a great little car. touch. Yep. Oh, I love it. I was like, I was like, how did you not? <laughs> oh my god! How did you not notice that? That's so good. But anyway, I, I, I thought the background gags, uh, gags in this comic are like almost half the reason to freaking read this thing. But and then this little fight with like someone's cleaning out the spaceship, so there's a whole bunch of garbage just behind Jimmy when he's like, "I'm gonna take you down, brother." <laughs> so I was like, how do... <laughs> it was very confusing. To yeah, me. there's like a wiffle ball, some SOS pads, there's a thigh master, bugles. a rolling pin, yeah, some bugles, one of Jimmy's checkered socks. Yeah, just like a really weird. That's just all the trash <laughs> that was in the yeah. spaceship, man. Gotta yeah. have your thigh master in the spaceship. So basically, Julian's like, I'm, I. He basically, like, I should run everything. I'm smarter than people. Yeah, like, he didn't I even know what classic fortune, evil billionaire. Yeah, he didn't even know what fortune you had, like you ignorant children. Until I stole it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was like, damn. And then the porcadillo <laughs> comes to the rescue. Rushes him. Hits him with his pink <laughs> croc to distract him, and then bull rushes him. He, he Leroy <laughs> yeah. Jenkins him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got wrecked. Very Just run in there too. screaming your own name. Uh. So they get yeah right. That seems like an effective way, and it worked. Uh, so then they they arrested Julian. So they finally got him. So that's this big story oh, for the Daily Planet. I also want to point out. I think this is the first comic to directly address the quarantine. So might be. Yeah, I haven't seen it in anything else. But um, in the very first like yeah. 
uh, like editor's like intro into the the book. It's like, oh, what's this? It's oh, Timmy, yeah. whatever. And he's like, uh, surely the bad guys aren't going to win, right? Surely the good guys will rally, rally in the last moments to rise up and save the day, right? Surely in the face of quarantine crisis, the worst, uh, we're all better together than the worst parts are individually, right? Right? Hello? Yeah, about that. <laughs> about that. No, it's wrong. But uh, this book... Sorry, Matt yeah, Fraction. Big swing and That's what comics are for. We, uh, you know, hope where there is none. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought I thought that was interesting. It's just like, oh, okay. First post-quarantine, like, little... Yeah. Like, somebody's got to talk about Shout it at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And then I, I like this, where we get, again, the Olsen sitting down with their financial advisor. Yep. And he's telling them they're broke, and they find out they have to get jobs. Oh yeah, yeah. So and Jimmy's good. not that upset about it. He's like, "Oh, at least I get to go to Gorilla City a lot." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, jobs aren't bad. <laughs> you get to go to Gorilla City. <laughs> and then I guess, um, what's it? Luther's right hand man, um, Tessbacher, yeah, I guess her name is, comes yeah. in and kind of, kind of does one of those. Here, I'll just leave this right here for yeah. you. I was never here. Type yeah, of and things. they're like, "Why are you giving us this?" And she's like, "Because Lex needs a, a challenge." He needs an adversary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he needs a challenge. Basically, the big reveal is there was an illicit affair between an Olsen and a Luther, and Luther and Jimmy are related. Yeah. They're bros. And, and Luther used to have red that, hair. Yeah. Yeah. And that Olsen that the guy was detecting in Manhattan was Luther. Yeah. Not his yeah, brother. Yeah, the scientist that's had this Olsen. Yeah. This Olsen, uh... this Olsen detector. Yeah, at one point yeah. he's just like, get out of my face with that thing already. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone's yeah, so just actively, it... angrily ignoring it. <laughs> yeah. So naturally, Jimmy decides to go see Lex. Because of course yeah. he would. And he's like... And then basically he, he starts overplaying his hand, basically. He's like, we're going to do this. You're going to fund all my sister's plays. He just eats his You're lunch. You're going to keep the daily planet yeah. like, alive. Basically, yeah. I have a say in everything that your board of trustees does now. So well, then he hands him the picture and is yeah. like... This yeah, because apparently there's, <laughs> like, there's, a, there's a thing where um, Luther re- can't spend any money unless it's unanimous, unanimously approved by the board mm-hmm. of trustees. And... Yep. Uh, Jimmy being a blood relative puts him on that board of trustees. So like yes. uh Luther can't spend a dollar without Jimmy approving it. I just yeah. like how yep. dumb that loophole is. <laughs> yeah. It's the stupidest loophole ever. And this is right after now this is the super Evervilla finding out that Luther was behind everything. Yeah. Yeah. He's and, like, and he's, like, he didn't, he's like, I didn't try to kill you, but I did alter your genes to I did literally I did everything every else. So yeah, he just goes off on that like typical villain, I'm going to yell a, a confession to all of the things that I've done. And then uh Jimmy just had one of his little mm-hmm. drone robo- robots behind him oh, the whole time. So good. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna have to quote you on that, okay? Perfect. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, then the Daily Planet is Lex did yeah. it. <laughs> and then he becomes the publisher of the, the Daily Planet. Did, did you guys did, yeah. did you guys read the, the headline? It says Lex did yes. it. Luther confesses citywide chaos campaign and the dummy did it all on camera. Is like the <laughs> And then I don't know if it's yeah, that, with that one. story he saved the I don't planet, know if it's right? that one or the the one with his brother, but one of the newspaper articles is like, God, that lead is awful. And it just keeps <laughs> going and going yeah. and going. Yeah, and there's yeah. actually there, there's a confession to the there's a love confession by the writer of the article to the editor. If you keep reading, yeah. oh like God. I don't know why I'm telling you telling yeah. you all this, but I love you. <laughs> That's awesome. There's just so much detail in this book, and there's oh, jokes in every inch of this book. You just have to find them. 
I just like below the next panel they show the bullpen. It's just a guy they're trying to play football and he just gets, he gets whacked nailed right in the while face and carrying papers. A, yeah, stack yeah. of papers. <laughs> but yeah, so J- Jimmy owns nice... the Daily Planet now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's it's fully funded and now he's a publisher, so he can't get And Perry actually and... calls him chief. That's so good. Yeah. Which is cool. Um this last page, the spread this of Jimmy nice. and Superman sitting on top of the this Daily nice. Planet is like so it's so gorgeous. It's beautiful and just swells to your heart. It's just so it's beautiful. I love it so much. Yeah. Basically Superman comes by to give him a new watch so he can call him if he ever needs help. And basically he's like, I know I can call you. And I, you can call me, you know? That's what that's what friends are for, right? And it's like, oh, yeah. He this, is Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. everyone's a, pal, Jimmy Olsen. This has been such a fun yeah. ride with this book. It's, dude. I, I cannot wait to read it all in one sitting. I'm so am, sad it's that it's Sadie, over. Man. Like, I'm so, like, I, I get, I always get attached to, to, like, a TV show or a comic book when I really, really like it. And then when they end a mm-hmm. season or when they end a series, I get this, like, weird depression that that's just, like, there's no more new episodes I can or new never issues. Do, of this. I can never experience I that for the first time again. Yeah, like I know what you mean. I feel the same way with with, with certain things. With the ones that just grab you right away. Yeah. I had the same thing with Preacher when I finished the last like like p- issue mm. of that. I'm just like, I'm never gonna have that again. That that's done. Yeah. Like experiencing that for the first time is over. Like Doom Patrol, same thing. I'm just like, oh, oh there's dude. never gonna be new of this. There's gonna be new Doom Patrol, but there's never gonna be like, yeah this i'm not gonna have that yeah. again i yeah. feel that way at the end of every season of the venture brothers because you never know if they're gonna come back yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a legitimate yeah. fear <laughs> i feel the way with the uh, curb enthusiasm too but he just announced that he's doing more he wasn't gonna do more and then covid I, happened i went and back- that's like perfect yeah. larry david material <laughs> i went back and watched season one recently and i cannot believe how old that show is it's so old. You can just see, mm. like, from the way they're all dressing. It's and like, it's oh in a four-three aspect ratio, like that. <laughs> that was so long you ago. Don't see that? That's gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't do it. Yeah, he gets his first GPS in season four. Yeah, I think. Oh God. <laughs> I can't do it. I tried. Uh, you're wrong. It's fine. Yeah, you're totally wrong. You're I'm, wrong. I'm, yeah, I know. Casey's told me that more than once already. And I don't even like cringe comedy. Like cringe comedy, I, I kind of can't stand. But it's like it transcends cringe comedy. Yeah, some of it is cringe, and then the things that aren't are so beautiful. I actually, I, I somehow got my boyfriend to watch it. I think it was like because he was saying thing. He fucking hated it. He's like, no, I can't do it. It's too much. <laughs> and then I was watching something from the new season. It's the episode where. Larry decides to start wearing a MAGA hat because people will ignore him. Yeah. He's, it's, like, perfect. He always has a spot at the, at the fucking bar, at the sushi bar, because no one will sit near him. And, like, it's pretty his, his friends that he doesn't want to talk to won't fucking talk to him. So, like, I, I was just happy to be watching that episode, and he's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> this show is great. Like, yeah, I fucking <laughs> I told like, you so. <laughs> I think for me, that's the type of show I would love moments, but I don't know if I could sit down and watch the entire thing. Mm, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna but, send you like just one episode, like I'm gonna pick the uh, best one and make you watch that one. Best one, best ever. one ever. Yeah. I want to be consulted on this. <laughs> yeah, we got we got to brainstorm because there's like I, like All five right. that come to mind immediately. Well, I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Uh, anyway, uh, what about what about this week's comics? Yeah, we did it. We got three was... last week's comics. Woo. Yeah, I thought this was gonna be we like a three-hour sound... episode. You always sound surprised. I know. I'm, we, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised when we're under two hours and we and we do it. 
we're doing good with that. Better. And we actually, I think we covered like 12 issues this We did a lot. We covered a lot of books yeah. today. Yeah. So this is a... Uh, looks like a bunch of DC books. Daredevil's back again. Nice. Um, yeah. New Mutants. Ooh. Oh, man. New, New There's Mutants. There's five is, uh... X-Men books. Wolver- uh, yes. Hellions. God. Hellions is Fuck. back. Looks like Wolverine number three, X-Men, Fantastic Four. Ooh, Die number 12. Pretty excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Empire number two, apparently. Yeah, it's a weekly. It's a weekly event, so it'll be over quickly. Cool. Empire X Men. I think there's like four Empire Avengers. I, Lots of Empire books. There's like four books. or five because Lords of Lords of Empire Hulkling. That's the Chips and RC book I was okay. mentioning. Wow, we went from no Marvel books to <laughs> to, to yeah. give us all did of you, your money. Love Marvel. Did you want some Marvel I think books? Because up. we got some Marvel books, guys. Uh, the last issue of Death or Glory by Remender. I'm looking forward to that. Nice, nice. I'm behind on that, but I'll check it out. It's good. Uh, what else we got? Red Sonia, Usagi Yojimbo, Ooh. Amethyst, Usagi Yojimbo, Turtles we Urban seen Legend, that in a while. Wind Number Two. Oh, nice! That rules. Chu Number One, which I think is like the it's a sequel, sequel to C H E W. It's yeah, this is C H E W. Billionaire Island Number Three. Wow, I feel like we just talked about that. Um, okay. Um, decorum number three. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, I think we just. Uh, I might. I might a try. Image but book, I don't know. Bliss number one. I'm not sure what that is, but maybe I'll check it out. Cause it's image. Did you already say that Lowe's coming back? Lowe's coming back. Oh, I don't read Lowe, oh, so I didn't know. You don't it was read Lowe. Lowe's so good. Well, maybe I should read Lowe. Really good. I should get some Lowe next get time low. I'm in the store. <laughs> get low low yeah like like little john <laughs> i think that's everything yeah it's a it's a big week big marvel week looks like a big dc week big independent week a lot of comics coming Lots it looks like this feels like the first like full week like since we've been yeah, back like i feel like everyone's kind of catching up with production books and it's, it's a big week for us i can't wait <laughs> i can't say? wait to see rj's pull Dude, we're gonna have to go outside. We'll have to do two pictures. Yeah, it'll be the two the yeah. two picture movie. Have to again. put it up on a billboard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, this will be fun. This will be a fun week next week. I'm excited. Yeah. All that's right. it. Well, uh, so that's it for this week's comics and last week's comics. Uh, does anybody else have anything else? Any words of wisdom? Any final thoughts? Stay, stay wear tuned a mask. for so wear a mask and uh, stay tuned for our announcements. We got some cool stuff coming your way soon. Yeah, we've got some fun irons in the fire. Um, again, go go yeah. check out TMNT Minute. Um, I sure. got some cool yeah. stuff going on there. Um, yeah. So uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Last Week's Comics, and uh, you know. Support Dueling Genre Productions. Go to duelinggenre.com slash support. Uh, give some money to our Patreon. There's a lot of cool Patreon-exclusive content out there. You'll be part of an exclusive club, and uh, you'll be able to brag about it to your friends. Uh, yeah, so um, support your local comic shop. Uh, be safe. Take care yeah. of yourself. Stay clean. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week. For myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ. This is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody.